Hi, I'm Keith the Critic, and this is The Aisle Seat. I got the superstar, Kim Schultz. How are you, Kim? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing great, doing great. And now back from, I don't know what he was doing last week, but back <laughs> is Derek, the toy maker, Neil. How are you, Derek? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Well, yes, absolutely. Oh, all right. Two Hearts on Netflix. Okay. It's a, it's a story of two couples who uh, they unfold their lives during uh, different decades and all that. And, you know, and then uh, at the end, you know, I thought the last, like the last uh, 40 minutes was very good, but um, I thought um, the connection between these two couples, uh, I was very surprised and it all comes together at the end when there's something going on that uh, changes uh, both their lives. And I'm not going to say any more about this, <laughs> but I thought it was, uh, I thought the, the spirit and the challenges, um, at the end, I was very, uh, uh amazed by how, uh, the last, uh, like the third, uh, let's see, 40 minutes of this movie was now the first like um, uh, 40 minutes it was so uh, getting along and you know I just kind of thought that uh, overall I thought this uh, movie was uh, half good and half not so good it was directed by uh, Lance Poole and I thought you know like I said before he directs this movie at the end like the last uh 40 minutes, very good, very good. But it started off so slow. And, you know, I thought the actors in this were pretty good. I thought that um, um, the highlight of this movie was uh, Jorge, played by Aiden Canto. And I thought that was the best performance of the whole movie. And I thought that uh, um, the two lead actors, uh, uh, um, uh, Jason uh, or Chris, played uh, uh, Jason uh, Paul. Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. Sorry, Jacob Eldori. Yeah, and then I thought that uh, 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 Kaya Kus. I can't pronounce her last name. Stop by. Uh, Hey, thank you. And (laughs) Cheers, Gobi. Yeah, and I thought, uh, you know, I thought uh, it was all not a bad movie, but overall, um, the lead, the best actor in this movie was Aiden Canto. Mm-hmm. I thought he was the highlight of this movie, and you've seen him before in other roles, and he's good. No matter if it's a terrible movie, he's good in it, and I thought that whole part of the story kind of lifted up this, uh, uh, you know, this, uh, this story. And like I said, in the beginning, it was so slow. I mean, I was checking my watch, which I don't have a watch. I was just checking my, uh, my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I just thought that um, this movie's going to get two out of four because the last I said, the last, uh, like I said, the last part of this movie was very good. I thought, wow. 
this is a very good ending to what started out as a terrible movie. But I'm going to give this two out of four stars. I wish I could give it more, but I can't. But also, um, uh, Aiden Canto is good. And I thought that was a highlight of the movie. And uh, what do you think, Kim? Well, first of all, um, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I, I I looked it up before to find out that it's a real life story. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say that. Jorge Bacardi. You yeah. might re- you you might notice the last name uh, Bacardi. Uh, recognize him because you know it's a name of rum. Jorge um, yeah. is part of the Bacardi Rum Dynasty. So yeah. they really never said anything about that in the show. They just said life story, and so yeah. I can understand why the first part was kind of boring because. They didn't want to probably add too much excitement. You basically are building two totally different lives. You've got two separate people in two separate times, and you're following them as they grow up. I mean, and so I guess maybe if one of them would have been a bad person, we could have added some drama. But I think <laughs> that, 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 that part was, I mean, because the because it is a true story based on someone like this. I think they were trying to just uh, get you to know the characters. Now I am, I love, I love Jacob. Um, Eldor, I don't know. Elidori. Yeah. He is from uh, the kissing booths. Yeah, I know. I yeah. love, I just, I, I, I loved it. And I loved all the different relationships. It, it still was kind of confusing to me because at first I really didn't know what was going on. And I, was like I thought I knew what was going to happen and then I was like wait a second is this like a time travel thing or like I couldn't figure it out until the end and so I have to commend them for that because I was watching trying to figure out what is happening because I thought I knew and then I didn't know and then I kind of knew and you know it's not like the best movie but to me it kind of reminded me of like a, a Hallmark channel kind of Oh, Hallmark movies are much better than this one. (laughs) (laughs) Where it was kind of predictable, but then it twisted a little bit at the end because it kind of it it caught me off guard a little bit. So I I enjoyed it. Um, I liked I liked the particular part. I liked the dream series. I that. Like it, that was kind of awesome to me. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that they did that. And I'm not going to say anything more about that. But um, I would have to say two out of four stars too. Yeah. Um, I, I thought they did. A, I thought they did a pretty good job. And I I was like you. It's like the first, probably the first 45 minutes to an yeah. hour. You're just kind of like, oh my gosh. But at the end, it really kind of was. The first part was important. So. Um, yeah, well, I, I, two out of four. I tell you what, I like at the end when uh, Jacob is just standing there watching his fam- both families just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that, the like you and I both said, the last part of this movie, like the last maybe uh, 40 minutes or so, it was good. I was into yeah. this movie, but yeah, and yeah, like I said before, the acting is okay, but you yeah. know. Not great. What do you think, Derek? 
this one, yeah, I I can't give this one more than one star. Uh, <laughs> I think if if your film can't do anything to keep your audience enthralled <laughs> and engrossed in the story then it's really not a good film. Uh, if the best part of your film is the ending, nobody's going to see it if the beginning <laughs> oh, no. isn't good. <laughs> uh, the last uh, 40 minutes was good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but people have to be watching to yeah. get to that last 40 minutes. And That's why so I the first part of the... The oh, first sorry. part of the movie really should be a little bit more entertaining in some way oh, so yeah. that we can yeah. get to that last 40 minutes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, there the, there were a few times where I was like, do I really have to watch this? Yep. <laughs> you, you, the only reason you continued is because we had to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. No, I agree. The The ending was, was a really good ending, but it, it needed oh. something to... to keep me involved so that I got to the ending other than I'm reviewing it for the show. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. Uh, yeah. Just one star for me. I mean, it, the cast was good. I mean, everybody did a good job with what they had. I can't blame them. Maybe it's a writing issue. Uh, I don't think it's the director because the ending was good. Yes. Uh, it was just something didn't flow right at the beginning. And maybe that's how it was written. Uh <laughs> So yeah, I, I one star for me. Uh, maybe they should go back to the drawing board. Well, I tell you what, uh, uh, Lance uh, Lance who or whatever is that? Uh, I think he did, a, like you said, a very good job in the last like forty minutes. Beforehand, I was like. Uh, yeah, I was trying to find uh, – I was uh, looking, looking uh, what we're going to review this, next week and all that stuff, you know. And, yeah, I mean, I was just like – yeah, but I think if he would have directed uh, the movie uh, like he did the last 40 minutes, this movie would have been pretty good, you know. But, yeah. But, yeah, you're right, Derek. The writing, I don't think it was uh, that good in it either. So, you know. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, all right. All right. The Glorias. Okay. Uh, this is all about Joel, Gor, uh, blah, 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 Gorlia. Gloria. 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 There you go. Gloria. Gloria. This, I love Gor, Gloria Steinem. I think uh, she's done uh, so much for the women's movement. And, okay, this is a story about her own life. And it was based on her book called uh, Life on the Road. And I thought this movie, uh, she's, of course, a feminist. And and her, her childhood cut off uh, pretty uh, slow, you know, because... She was with uh, uh, Timothy, Timothy Hudden, who plays her dad, and he's not around that much because uh, he he's always out making business deals and all that. And, and you know, I thought this movie uh, was uh, it's all based on Gloria Steinem's life, who's a writer, an activist, and she's just there. For women worldwide, doesn't matter what race you are, as far as women, women, 
She stand, uh, you know, because she thinks everybody should be treated equally. Okay, Julianne Moore and uh, Alicia. I can't pronounce her last name. What? What's her last name, Kim? Do what? Which one? Uh, 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 Alicia. Vic yeah. Vic Vicander. Yeah, Vicander. I tell you what. I'm tell you what. Those two, uh, Julianne Moore and uh, and Alicia, are just tremendous actors in this role. I thought I was watching Julianne Moore in both scenes because it goes from when she was a little kid until now, and I just thought that. Uh, this movie is so well directed by Julie uh, Taymor, and I just thought, um, you know, this—I can't even tell you uh, how good this movie is. And also, uh, Julianne Monet plays uh, Jor- uh, Dorothy uh, Hughes, and Bette Midler plays uh, Tell Stella. Uh, Askug or whatever her last name is and I'm telling you what this is such a well done movie and I was uh, I was just amazed and at the very uh, I will tell you how it ends and all that stuff but there was something where at the very end just kind of pumped me up about what she is doing for women. So I just thought that, uh, I just thought that, uh, both actresses, uh, played Julianne, uh, played, uh, um, her so good. And also the little girl plays the young, uh, uh, Gloria Steinem. She was good in this too. And I just thought that Timothy Hutton, uh, uh, Joanne Monet, Bette Midler, everybody in this movie is good. I can't even tell you how good this movie is. I didn't have to realize how long it lasted. Then I looked and said, oh man, I've been sitting here for, you know, I didn't mind because you know me, uh, Derek, you and Kim know me. I see through any movie whether it's good or bad all the time. And, you know, I just thought this movie, it was so good, so entertaining. And the fact that I thought this movie is uh, a really good salute to what women are doing now and how far they had to come from the past, you know, and I just thought, um, I'm going to give this uh, three and a half out of four stars. I just thought this movie is excellent. And uh, I can't even tell you how good this movie is. And I want to know what Kim thinks about this movie. Well, first of all, I really did enjoy this movie. And it was one of those two and a half hour long movies that I yeah. did not realize. Um because there was so much information in here yes. because I really didn't know um, what Gloria Steinem actually did. It was very interesting. I loved the way that they used the five Glorias. That's why it's yeah. called the Glorias. Yes. I loved how they would intertwine them to talk with each other, to go back into the childhood or go back up or to talk about what the future was going to hold. I really, I really enjoyed that part of it. It was a little tricky for me at the beginning because I was like, what are they? Okay. Oh, I get what they're doing. And so when, 
when the the so you've got Ryan who plays the little Gloria, Lulu who yeah. plays the next Gloria. When you've got Alicia and Juliana Moore, which Juliana Moore, I love her. She used to be on my mom's soap opera. Oh my gosh! Was what it was glasses? it called? What was it called? As the world uh, turns. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Juliana Moore, when I looked up a picture of Gloria Steinem, you could not have told them apart. No. She had the same glasses, the same hair. She was phenomenal in my mind, replicating um, Gloria, giving you a little bit of insight of, you know, um, kind of seeing the. I always like to see the childhood. I always like to learn about the history. It's more interesting for me to watch something like this than to read it because we all know I don't read very, you know, I'll like listen to a book or watch something. But <laughs> I, I really, I really, I really did enjoy, I really did enjoy this movie. Um, and th- yeah, it was, it was, in, it was, it, it was pretty good. I would have to say three out of four stars. It was really, it was really good. Um, great message. And yeah. we're, you know, we're still fighting as we go for things. Um, and sometimes, sometimes we lose sight of what we fought for in the past uh, yeah. because we take everything for granted. And this kind of reminds you that we really need to be thankful for not just really not just the military that gives us the freedoms and keeps that, but also for people like these, you know, uh, Gloria Steinem and Martin Luther King and all those people that knew that they were going to put their life on the line and dedicate their lives to help the future of our great country. Oh yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I think if you got a uh, kids, any kid 15 and older, that you should sit down and watch this movie with them because I think this is a great message to everybody who, um, you know, Gloria Sutton just tells a fantastic story and she lived through all this. She survived all this. And, you know, I just saw in uh, Bette Midler and uh, Jolene uh, uh, Monet and everybody, they lived through all this stuff. And I like the how Bette Midler played and Jolene Monet played people from the past that were very powerful. But you know how powerful they really were in right. real life. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, Derek, what do you think of this movie? Oh, I love this movie. Uh, I yeah. love any film that that's biographical in nature, especially when they get it right. Yes. Uh, there aren't too many out there. I mean, one thing that I loved about this movie is not only do they, they tell the story, but they do it in a way that, that uh, uh, captivates you, and and uh, like like Kim said, the 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 use of uh, the uh, using Gloria talking to her, you know, other selves, so to speak. They're all on the uh, bus at the same time. <laughs> yeah, know? the way the way that that that, that was shot with it, it like that 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 was a genius way of of telling the story. Uh, Everybody did a great job in this film. I, I, it was phenomenal. I I loved it. The 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 sets were great. Costumes were great. And Julianna Moore definitely captured what what Gloria Steinem was. I, I it's she she she's another one of those that can kind of disappear into her roles mm-hmm. and. 
And she's not. And what's great about her also is the fact that she's not all just a serious actor. I, a lot of people forget that she actually is quite good with comedic timing. Uh, yeah. If you've ever seen her in the movie Evolution with David Duchovny, yes, uh, her her comedic timing in that was perfect, and it actually kind of blew a lot of people away because they're used to seeing her her in dramatic films. Yes. Uh, but yeah, this was this was absolutely great film. Uh, I'm gonna have to give this one uh, three out of four stars. Also, like you said before, Derek, the sets, the sets were amazing in this movie. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because I forgot to talk about how good the sets looked. My God, it was just brilliant. And, you know, I just, uh, I was just amazed like you two were. It's yeah. just, yeah, it was just a fantastic movie. Uh, um, yeah. And, you know, Julie, uh, she uh, wrote it and she directed it. So, you know, that's good. Yeah. So anyways, and I wonder how much, and I heard Gloria Steinem was on there on the set quite often. So, yeah. All right. The real Doris was in that too, wasn't she? I think she was. Yeah. I, I want to yeah. say she was on scene, uh, you know, for for I I don't know if it was actually her, but I, it looked like it might have actually been her. Yes, yes. Oh man, okay. This is a movie that I know Kim loved. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Willie's Wonderland on Hulu. Okay, Nick Cage. Okay, I'm sorry. I like Nick Cage and just about anything he does because he just, you know, he's, I think he's a good actor at times, but sometimes he just stands there and is a part of scenery, you know, just like uh, uh, other actors that just sit there and do nothing. But anyways, uh, he's a quiet loner and he's just out traveling the world, uh, traveling the country. So, he stops upon a little remote town and his car breaks down, but he's unable to pay for the repairs that he needs. So he decides to work at a place called Willie's Wonderland. And, and so he goes over and he meets the owner and he said, well, if you survive all this, and he said, I'll have your car fixed at no cost. So he goes in and he doesn't say anything, but he grunts a lot. <laughs> and so he comes across, uh, like, I think five, five or six kids that, um, that help him, that aid him in doing what needs to be done. And most of them are are killed and all that, which everybody knows. This is a this is a uh, I think a okay uh, murder murder mystery and all that. But I thought the kid killed by automatic mascots who roam the halls and are kicking butt wherever they go, except for Nick Cage who <laughs> plays. The janitor. And yeah, I just thought, you know what? This movie, I thought I enjoyed this movie. Okay, 
Okay, this is a movie I like to watch and all that. It's 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 directed by Kevin Lewis and he does okay. Uh, G, uh, R.J. Parsons does the screenplay. I thought that uh, I thought the Liv played by Emily Costa. I thought she was good in this movie, and I thought everybody in this movie was okay. It's a movie that if you have nothing else to do. <laughs> I would watch this movie. I thought I thought this movie was entertaining. Um, you might be able to maybe uh, uh, work on macrame or do some dishes while this is on, or or sit there and maybe read a book or something. Because, <laughs> but, but I just kind of thought. This movie, it was fun to watch, um, but it's not as good as some uh, other uh, uh, great horror movies that stars Nicolas Cage. But, you know, I thought this movie was okay. Uh, Not great, but okay. Uh, I'm going to give this uh, probably... Sorry to say, two and a, two out of four stars, because I enjoyed this. Uh, you know me, I enjoy different kind of movies, and yeah, I give this two out of four stars. I thought I thought this movie was all right. Is it? It's worth. It's, I'll tell you what. You know what? This movie is worth watching. Maybe a double bill at a drive-in theater. Yeah, that would be that would be terrific. And you know, start out with uh, with maybe uh, a great horror film, and then laid off with uh, 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 Wild Willie's Wonderland or whatever it is. This is a good movie. It'd be great to show on the drive-in. I think it should have been shown on the drive-in. But, you know, this is a good movie, not a great movie. And like I said before, watch it. Um, It's worth watching if you have something else to do. So go ahead, Kim. (laughs) So I'm going to kind of shock you here because I really... I like this movie. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, 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 because it was so funny and it, you know, it's been <laughs> joked about, you know, how creepy Chuck E. Cheese is or, oh, yeah. or we used to have, was it, what was it? Showbiz pizza place oh, or something like that. Yes. I used to and, go there with my kids Yeah, all the time. Well, I, <laughs> so I was watching this and, and you are right. I was playing a game on my phone because <laughs> I, I was on, I was on movie three on Sunday. I was like, I was kind of tired, but <laughs> I, I did enjoy this, how stupid it was, how predictable, exactly. how predictable it was. It didn't let you down on, um, how predictable it is. It's like, oh yeah, that's going to happen. Oh yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, and so I, I, I did really enjoy it. It's not like the best movie, but you are right. It would be a fun movie to see at the drive-in. Yes. Um, Nicholas Cage. I thought, I thought it was so funny because it was just the timer would go off and he'd be like, "Oh, I cannot kick ass right now. I must go do my my other stuff." And he'd just walk away, and you're like, "What are you doing?" And yeah. he just like, 
I thought that was so cute. But and, he, it was- and he was drinking that Jolt Cola or something yeah, and playing something. the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he had a whole case of it and he was all setting it up. And you really have absolutely no clue what it was. But but I'm telling you, it was to me, it was just hilarious. So it was. It was. I, I enjoy those kind of things when they take the horror part of it and they make it the comic, <laughs> the comic part of it. I was laughing. Like, I'd be like, oh, that's oh. not going to go good. And of course, you had every scene in there from a horror movie that they were making fun of. Whether yeah. I mean, they even threw sex in here. You're like, what are you yeah. doing? Like, yeah. how did that? And they're like, nope, we got to well, do it because that oh. is every cheesy horror movie is going to have sex. And you're, <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're not walking out. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I would have to say two out of four stars, but it is something that I did enjoy. And yes. it wasn't like, it wasn't like scary. I mean, when you're destroying stuffed animals. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I thought, I really thought, I thought it was, I thought it was dumb enough to be good. Yes, exactly. And like you said, Nick Cage just kind of grunts. Yeah, he not, not one. I was waiting and I was waiting for a word. I was waiting for a word. I was, I was too. waiting for a word. And then, <laughs> nope. Not a word. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's you know, I I was waiting for the same thing. Maybe at the end Maybe. he's going to say something. No, he didn't. So uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Did uh. yeah. <laughs> he be like, hey, hey, Cage? Did you get your lines memorized? <laughs> yeah. Well, did. like like uh, Derek said, uh, that was uh, worth the money. Uh, what he got paid. So, anyways, all right. Uh, what do you think, Derek? Yeah, this is definitely one of those you know fun movies. It's uh, right up there with like uh, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, uh, hey, I love Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale. Oh yeah, Evil. yeah. It's oh. it's right up there with that. It's it's comedy horror. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure some um, listeners out there would would know that uh, this is kind of a ripoff of Five Nights at Freddy's, and if yeah. you don't know what that is, look it up. It's it's a, a kind of a horror uh, video game that takes place in a Chuck E. Cheese esque type restaurant in the hours through the night and the animatronic characters are possessed. So this is a complete ripoff of of that game. Uh, Some of the characters even look a little similar to the the video game characters. But it's great seeing Nicolas Cage doing what he does, playing this kind of silent, you know, tough guy uh, role, uh, which you would almost expect somebody like Schwarzenegger or Stallone or Bruce Willis or, or you know some bigger kind of action star type yeah. character you know but it's it's no it's Nicolas Cage <laughs> Nicolas Cage is like Nicolas Cage in his full head of hair yeah he I know. his full head I of know. hair yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah it's this is a, a a great fun kind of check your brain out at the door type it movie is. it is uh, yep. 
And yeah, it, it's definitely your your kind of popcorn double feature style film, and it is fun. You know, yep. get a couple of beers and your buddies and sit back and and just definitely. kind of enjoy yourself and and laugh at it. And yeah, I, I'm gonna have to give this one three stars. I, I think it deserves a third star just because of how fun it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, and then also this movie is only like ninety minutes. Yeah, that was that was great. Horror yeah. movies shouldn't be any longer than ninety minutes. I, yeah. I I agree. I agree. There was it was slow enough to enjoy, but if it had gone longer, it would have been like, all right, we get it. Like I get it. Yeah, I get it. Like, and it, yeah, I I mean, if I'm saying it was fun to watch, then that means something for people out there that aren't horror aren't horror fanatics. This this one was fun. You know what we should do? I, I should uh, maybe show this a uh, couple of movies when Derek and I, Derek and I, uh, do drive-ins. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's we a could always show this with uh, Tucker and Dale. Oh, come on! That'd be great. <laughs> I, and by the way, I love Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That is fantastic. But anyways, yeah. um, all well, right. This, this would. This would probably even pair well with beaches. <laughs> uh, uh, not the TV version, but anyway. Uh, then uh, that might be a good. Uh, we should beaches, and then this movie. Wow, that'd be a good. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Coming up, we got Slash and Bash Horror Sci-Fi Film Festival. That's going to happen on August the fifth through the sixth. At the Topeka Performing Arts Center, of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the host, and I got uh, uh, Kim and Derek and a bunch of people coming to help me do all this. Okay, next, uh, our first guest is going to be Victoria Price, Vincent Price's daughter, and I'm telling you what, uh, she's going to come up talk about her dad. Uh, we're going to show probably three movies starring Vincent Price, and I'll let you know what that is in the future. And then next up is going to be I Am Lisa, directed by the great Patrick Ray. And I'm telling you what, this uh, this movie um, is, uh, I think it's the best uh, movie that uh, Patrick Ray's ever done. And he's done a lot of good movies. So, yeah. And then also coming up, The Fantastic Four from 1994 and I'm bringing in the great Jay Underwood is coming in and I'm telling you what this um, you can uh, we brought uh, we, well, we brought uh, Marty in and then who else did we bring in uh, two years ago uh, Kim uh, we brought uh, oh what was uh, yeah, I can't, I can't remember his name now yeah, I can't remember <laughs> yeah, who he we're, is we're, we're good at this yeah you yeah I mean in 2018 with yeah, Marty yeah yeah, yeah Marty who came in? Marty was, um, we had um, Leslie, and then we well, no, had. Not, not that time. I met uh, the co star for Fantastic Four. Yeah, I know. Played, but uh, I... Dr. Doom. Yeah, Dr. Doom. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you what, um, uh, you can come out and Jay Underwood's in so many great movies. 
Of course, he starred in Uncle Buck. One of my all-time favorite movies is Uncle Buck. So yeah, and then um, and then uh, Marty's gonna he did his own documentary about the first Fantastic Four, and both those guys are gonna be uh, up taking questions and all that stuff. Next up is Darkness, directed by Leaf. Uh, 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 Jonker, and uh, that movie. If you haven't seen that movie, uh, you you have to watch it because I watched it. But I think I've watched it like five or six times. The old version. Now there's a brand new version that's come out, and he will be there. And then also Exposure, directed by Austin. Snell. And I'm telling you what, uh, those are just the beginning uh, things that we're going to do. We're going to have a, a film freeway and, of course, Slash and Bash. We're going to do the fifth annual short film contest. And then we're going to also show the Dark Crystal that's going to air on on, fr- uh, on Saturday night at 7 p.m. And then also uh, the, Chris- the Dark Crystal study by our artist Amanda Wells, and she's uh, she has all kinds of uh, amazing creatures from the Dark Crystal. So you have to come out and check that all out. Uh, we're going to have uh, a costume contest done by uh, Top uh, Top City Cause uh, Coalition, and I'm telling you what, that's going to air right before we show uh, the Dark Crystal. So if you uh, come out, you don't have to pay, you know, come out in a costume, and uh, that would be fantastic. We're then we're going to have uh, video games and board games to play as well, and that's all done by. Petty printing, and of course we're going to have uh, food cr- food trucks inside. We're going to have popcorn, candy from uh, Reese's uh, uh, Fruit Farm, and all that. And it's only fit. It's only twenty five dollars for three days. I I think that is a great deal. And then also it's fifteen dollars if you just want to come out for one day. That's great too. And all kids twelve and under. Yes, get in at no cost. 12 and under, you get in at no cost. I mean, I think uh, this is going to be a fantastic deal. And it's it's just fun. It's just, uh, you know, it's just enjoyable. Uh, and I can't wait to do this. And I know that uh, Kim and Derek can't wait to do this either, can you? Nope, I'm excited. Yeah. 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 It, it's just, you know, it's just something that uh, you just... I know you get attached to all this stuff and it's just like, you know, I, this is a, God, uh, this is the 16th year. Uh, we had to skip last year, of course, because of uh, everything going on in the world. But I'm telling you what, it's fun and I enjoy doing this. And it's going to be at the, uh, at the, uh, to vi- uh, uh, the, uh, oh, it's going to be hell. It's to yeah. a performing arts Yeah, yeah. a performing arts there. Sorry, I forgot where we're doing this at. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, next week, we're going to review the, tomo- uh, the Tomorrow's War starring Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have... Uh, 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 
Royal and The Last uh, Dragon on uh, Disney Channel, uh, Disney, Disney Channel Plus. Uh, sorry. And then we're going to do, yes, uh, we're going to do uh, Liam Neeson and The Ice Road. And uh, that's on Netflix. So I'm telling you what, we're going to watch uh, three different kind of movies. And I think we're all going to love them. Well, you know. <laughs> but, you know, this is I just love doing this. I love doing it with you two, man. It's so much fun. I have such a good time. So, so. what was the movie last week that we hated? What Which one was that? What, what was that called? Oh, God. It was called. Uh, oh, oh. A uh, night in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. One night, one, one night, night in San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah, don't even waste your time watching that. Well, I mean, first of all, did Derek? Did you watch that one? I I uh, did get to see that one. Um, What's your <laughs> what, what is your score? I know you didn't listen to the radio show. What did you th- What did you score that one? <laughs> I'm not gonna give it a score. Uh, <laughs> it's a good week. Yeah, <laughs> I would I, just like my time back. I, yeah, I wrote the producer and I asked if they could give me my time back. <laughs> well, the reason that I'm saying that is there's another one out there that people need to go watch. It's kind of it's not nothing like that, but it's called Good on Paper. Yeah. And um, it to me, the, good on paper is Academy Award winning compared to One Night in San Diego. And I would probably give good on paper a two out of four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, See, with but, a title like good on paper, it sounds like the movie itself was only good on paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, I mean, if the, good on good on paper is um, was about a, a girl, a comedian, a stand up comedian and meets a guy and he seems like he's good on paper. <laughs> it's, uh, wow. I tell you and what. And it goes through a relationship. But I saw that one. I thought, you know, this is in the same category, but it was so much better, but yet it was not good. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you what, I think I've given uh, maybe six movies, so no stars throughout my 32 years of reviewing movies. And this one was zero out of four stars. This movie, this movie was bad. I can't, yeah. The directing's bad. Acting bad. Writing bad. Yeah. It was all supposed to be taking place at uh, San Diego's uh, comic book convention. Okay, I was waiting for somebody from the comic book convention. Or maybe... (laughs) Just go there. Right. They don't. They didn't. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. God. See, I'm, you know, I, you know, oh, my God. Yeah. But you have to you have to watch those kind of crappy movies to even start appreciating less crappy movies to give them a little bit of credit. You're like, at least you, at least you, at least you were as crappy as them. So anyway. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I was just sitting there thinking um, I was looking at some of the worst movies I ever reviewed. This is right at the top. Right at the top. Yeah. It's pretty bad when when you have to say things like, well, hey, at least it's not Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm telling you what, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Which, by the way, is a great movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a good movie. You know, if you're just sitting there watching something that makes no sense. Yeah, it was good. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, Ken, the superstar Schultz can thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. And then Derek, the toy maker, Neil. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. All right. Hey, I'm Keith the Critic, and this is the ILC.